God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Beth Moore again, and she is being interviewed by James Robison on his show, Life Today, and they are talking about the battlefield of the mind and how to tear down strongholds and take thoughts captive, basically what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. So they are talking about how you can overcome things like fear that it comes and grips you in certain traumatic situations and different things like that and it's really great teaching today is part one of it i will share part two next monday and so i hope you enjoy beth moore and james robison welcome beth moore by the way beth is here i'm so happy to be here about such an important topic absolutely Mm. the battlefield is in the mind and and it's torment when we're losing the questions were asked. I mean, they were just shouted out. How do you pull down strongholds? Someone asked. Someone else said, what if you, you're in the battle, but you feel so weak that oh, you don't it. feel like you know how to fight anymore? What we're hoping is that so often what we're experiencing here in our immediate surrounding is what's happening on the other side of that screen. I love the question that she asked. When I'm in the thick of it, when, when I am in that crisis, how in the world at that moment am I supposed to start uh, thinking with a sound mind? In that moment of, uh, of calamity, of chaos, we talked in, in one of our recent sessions about when rejection suddenly happens, when uh, it might be someone been um, mugged, uh, victimized through a crime, something that suddenly just takes over the thinking and we get mm-hmm. a spirit of fear, which is so opposite of what God wants us to operate out of. Could what do we do right then? a loss of a loved one, a loss oh. of a job, oh, a loss yes. of your source of income, it whatever it is that sets you back. Somebody said something that we can't let go of, whatever it might be, but when we're in, we're in the thick of it, what it made me think of in that moment was how important it is, I cannot stress this strongly enough, that we live in community. We've got to know one another. We've got to have people close enough around us. I'd ask you today, are there enough healthy people close enough around you that they would have courage enough and your invitation to say, what is wrong? Mm-hmm. What I'm, I, I think something's wrong. I think something uh, is up with you. I'm just wondering, can, can I help what's going on? We've mm. got to get where we can say out in the light, this is what I'm dealing with. One of the things that I think most um, keeps a, a vice grip of a defeat on our minds is secrecy. Mm-hmm. I think all three of us agree on that. Keith would feel the same way if, if he were sitting here with us, that, that there's so much secrecy uh, in Christianity because we don't want anybody to know. We're afraid they haven't been through the same thing and most of them have. There is nothing that's not common to man and, and woman. And, and we have the thought and the lie operating in our uh, belief system that somehow somebody is going to think we're so crazy that we can't come back from it. Uh, we, we need community. Mm-hmm. We, when we are living in isolation, we can begin to think that a very dysfunctional situation is completely normal. Mm-hmm. When we're only operating in, in with, within those very unhealthy walls, we start accepting that as, as what uh, is God's will for our lives. It's not until we get out and live in the light and live in community that we realize, you know what, I'm living with something I'll not be living with. If, if we're being abused, some, something's wrong. 
something's wrong and we need help. We need to live out there in the light where somebody could question us and where we could say to somebody else, I'm really struggling with something. And those of you who love somebody who's failed, let them know you'll go through the hurt with them. Let them know you're willing to hurt for them. You're ready, just like a parent would say to a child that's in trouble, I will hurt with you. Don't be afraid to hurt me. Bring me your hurts. Bring me who you are. I love you. I'm family for you. Lean on me. We've got to get this message out. It's not getting out as clear as it should. needs to get out. But if, say, that there's not anybody we can go to right that moment, what I'm praying is that we're going to also be able to give people the tools in the Word of God in that moment. We must learn in our moment, Mm -hmm. in, in that moment where our our mind seems on fire uh, with defeat and with fear and and paranoia in that moment uh, for me to be able to cry out. I begin with the word Jesus. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you the power Mm -hmm. to just let when I just feel like everything, like a hand is almost over my mouth. If I can just throw my head back and say, Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus. And as I say that I can feel that the sense of God's spirit welling back up in me. And then I begin, I start spitting out scriptures. And the first place you can begin is my God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have the right to think with the mind of Christ and open your mouth and say it out loud. Now, Beth, the question was asked, how do you take thoughts captive or how do you pull down strongholds? Can That's you right. help our viewers understand that I'd love to that do process? that because this has been, this is exactly what God used to completely transform my life. This is what he did with his word. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 5, it says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. All it takes to develop a stronghold is to have, uh, to begin to think and rethink something that is defeated, something that uh, does not build up but tears mm-hmm. down. It is the, uh, the twist and the counterfeit of meditation. All of us meditate. To meditate simply means we think and rethink and rethink and rethink. Take, for instance, if you had a day at work and uh, 25 people gave you a compliment and one person criticized you, I would ask you what your yeah. tendency would be. To replay. You that would replay one. that criticism <laughs> over and over. That's what the natural mm-hmm. mind does. We think on that thing that will harm us. That's the destructive part of our uh, of our unsanctified mm-hmm. heart. When our heart's not well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to latch onto that one thing. And then it gets higher and higher in our thoughts. That's why if you had an attraction to someone, you're married and you, yet you have an attraction to someone at work, when you are letting that person run through your mind over and over and over and over, you are developing a stronghold. When you're someone you're is, seeing all the strengths you perceive in that person and the weaknesses you perceive in the spouse. And that's what's happening. And you're padding it up and it's becoming a stronghold. The other thing is if somebody puts you down and you replay that, when you look in a mirror, you see Mm -hmm. that. And when you you think of yourself, you think of yourself Mm -hmm. that way. And then you think everybody else thinks of you that way. Pretty soon you think God thinks of you that way. You have totally bought the lie. And it has literally become a Mm -hmm. fortress. It has literally become a prison. And God wants to shatter that. He wants to throw the prison doors open and let you walk out free and begin to reprogram, take thoughts captive. 
It's exa exactly what his word says because you have to go back and see what am I thinking that is deception? What is the deceit? Mm -hmm. What's the lie I'm believing? And you have to go back to God's word and go, what do you tell me is true about myself? Mm -hmm. Everything that we've ever believed and some of us have been conditioned all of our lives to think those things about ourselves, that we're stupid, that we're foolish, that we could never be anything different than we are today, that our, that our history reads like prophecy, that everything behind us is a forecast of everything that is in front of us, and that is a lie from the pit. Isn't that critically important for everybody watching us on television, everybody here, to begin to get that Word down inside of them so the Word begins to produce fruit? And when these thoughts come that are lies, the thoughts we have or the enemy suggests, we immediately rebuke them, renounce them, resist them with the Word coming out, the truth coming out, and the lies are dispelled. It literally is the only way. That is exactly how it happens. We've got to get God's Word down inside of the deepest recesses of our mind, where even in our sleep, we are thinking different. We dream different. We meditate different. And when someone feels so overwhelmed that they're so far from that, listen, that, that's the beauty of it. We get to know not only our healing, but our healer. That's, that's how you get to know Jesus, as you live off of Him day in and day out. And, and, and you have that sense when you've had a victory in a place where you've had so many defeats. You just get that moment where you get to high five with God. Well, that was Beth Moore um, again, and she was interviewed by James Robison. And you can find out more information about her at her website, livingproof.org. And you can also find out more information about James Robison and his wife, Betty, and their ministry if you go to lifetoday.org. Beth is a recurring guest on their show, and so there's many, many clips on YouTube if you search for them. And if you want to search for today's specific clip, it's called A Beautiful Mind. And it's under Life Today, or you can search Beth Moore, A Beautiful Mind. And this is part one. Again, I will be sharing part two with you next week. So I hope you have a great Monday today, and I will see you again tomorrow for Testimony Tuesday. God bless.